0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hi, it's Chris Malone with the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Thanks for downloading the recap and catching up with what you may miss today, Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. We talked about three ways to make money on Twitter. Yeah, now I have your attention. Believe it or not, there's a couple of uh, new programs that have been recently uh, launched on the platform. And the first two really depend if you have a lot of people that follow you. But the first one um, is a, a pretty cool thing that's uh, basically called the Super Follower. And it's kind of like a subscription. Um, it allows your fans to pay a monthly subscription anywhere from $3 to $10 a month. You provide unique content. It's great and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Of course, uh, Twitter takes a, a little chunk for themselves, but then it, they leave the rest for you. The only downside of this one is that you have to have a lot of followers in order to qualify. And a couple of other caveats as well. have at least 10,000 followers for that one. There's a new revenue uh, service called ticketed spaces that they just launched this year and this is kind of a, a neat thing for you to have a live audio room where you can host conversations with interesting people you can do monologues so say maybe you're into stand up comedy and you want to do uh, something like that or uh, if you just want to do a recurring show it's a charge one time charge anywhere from a dollar to uh, you know $1000 Um, And again, Twitter takes a chunk of that. But again, you have to have at least 1,000 followers to qualify for that. So if you don't have any one of those, you can still make money by instituting the tip feature. So you know that a lot of times when people will ask you, hey, if you really like what I do, please tip me uh, accordingly. And on Twitter, you can do that. It's right next to the follow or following button on your homepage. There's little three lines that look like money. If you activate that, That will actually allow people, if you do something that you feel is worth a tip, they can tip you any amount. And the best part, you get to keep all that money. So something to definitely activate. 2021 is uh, getting close to ending, but Merriam-Webster feels that uh, our lexicon needs to be added, uh, increased by 455 words. That's the number of words that they've added to the most recent edition of the dictionary. Some of the words related to, to the coronavirus pandemic, such as, Super Spreader, Breakthrough, Vaccine, Passport, these are all official words now. Internet uh, created acronyms like TBH, FTW, that would be to be honest and for the win, are now words. And then new words uh, that were added that, to be honest, I thought were well, already words, but they weren't. For instance, faux you know, where you have the uh, the hair looks like a mohawk, but it's not. That uh, was never really officially a word until now. Fluffernutter. Which apparently my friends in the Midwest really like. That's uh, peanut butter and marshmallow fluff, and then or rather astroturf. The brand name is now a kind of a word like a Xerox or, or Kleenex. It's it's what you would expect the artificial grass to look like. Um, other words that have uh, made the uh, dictionary: air fryer, dad bod, doorbell camera, and copy pasta, which was a new one for me. And I guess that's somebody on social media who cuts and pastes kind of a rant rambling of, of, of words and they and they stick it uh, on, on uh, for you to read and it's one of those things where you have to keep scrolling to read get to the end. That is actually what's called copy pasta. I have relatives that do that so
0: call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, we talked a bit about hybrid cars. I'm a little uh, invested in this one because I, I recently purchased a hybrid. And my thought process of buying that is that, um, you know, it will it costs more to, to buy hybrid. Yes, even though the technology has been out for about 20 years, they do cost more because it still is not as old as uh, internal combustion engines. But the the theory I had is that the money I would save at the gas pump um, would more or less cover the extra money I would make in the monthly payment. And this story kind of of, uh, agrees with that. And a a, a few things, Um, one of them is that the hybrid technology has been out for about 20 years. So there's a lot of of uh, pre-owned vehicles that are out there and they're available to buy, and there's a big misconception that people think that I'm not going to buy a pre-owned hybrid because the battery's going to go bad and it's going to cost me thousands of dollars. Well, that's not necessarily true. In fact, most warranties have an eight-year warranty on the battery. A lot of them go as far as ten years or even more. So, based on that. Even if you bought a five-year-old hybrid, you have five years left on the warranty on the battery. So if anything goes wrong, they're going to get you a new battery. And you also look at the fact of uh, batteries last anywhere from 12 to 15 years. Um, and they last about the same amount of time that your, your internal combustion engine transmission or catalytic converter would last. So when's the last time you replaced the transmission or catalytic converter? So you can see that the batteries are a lot more dependable than they uh, have uh, been perceived to be. The other one is if you do have to replace a battery, let's say you do, okay, they range anywhere from $3,000 to $5,000. That is a lot of money to take up front. But consider the savings over the long term of the gas that you're saving and the pump. And it's true. My hybrid now, I literally fill up about 27 days a month. Uh, every, every 27 days is I'm filling up uh, with gas which really has insulated me from the fluctuation of gas as it goes up and down, up and down. So you save money in the long run if you really think about that. And then something I didn't even know is the maintenance costs on hybrids are much lower than they are in internal combustion engines, and it makes sense because the the gas hybrid, uh, the gas electric motor is when you're standing, you know, stall, uh, sitting in traffic, it's not idling. the, the motor's off, and uh, therefore the battery's running. So you're not having all that wear and tear. Therefore, it doesn't cost a lot to repair. They say on average, there's a company called uh, RepairPal, and they uh, they do reliability data from they uh, did for the years model of uh, 2019 on, on cars, and they found the average maintenance cost per year. Five, uh, $652. Same model year for hybrids like the Prius drops to $408. The Honda Insight down to $392. And when you consider there's about 90 different hybrid vehicles uh, available to purchase, it's probably something you really should think about. And I'm telling you as somebody who has it, it really is very nice to skip the gas pumps and uh, move uh, forward, and not worry so much about the fluctuation of gas. We talked about uh, picking up a part-time job, maybe winning uh, two thousand dollars for one month's work. The only caveat is that you have to live in a pest in—that's uh, <laughs> the best way—pest-infested home and do nothing but live with those pests for a month, so they see how they interact with you. <laughs> I think you're going to have to put a lot more than $2,000 in the market for this. But there's a company called um, the Safer Pest Control Project that's actually kind of reviewing non-toxic pesticides um, uh, to control uh, infestation. So they kind of need someone, a house that has a lot of bugs in it that will not uh, use uh, any sort of uh, pest control to get rid of them. Uh, They will offer it at the end of the study, but I don't know if that's really worth $2,000. If you're interested, just um, do a Google search for the Safer Pest Control Project. And surprising things to clean with a dishwasher tablet beside dishes. And I think this will come handy, especially around Thanksgiving. And Christmas, if you're the one responsible for cleaning and cooking with uh, relatives and friends and family coming over, a lot of those little uh, those tablets are really good for scrubbing. For instance, scrubbing inside of your stove, dipping them in water and getting them wet, using it as a scrubbing action to get rid of some of that uh, caked-on uh, grease that's inside your oven and the window. That works pretty well. I thought this was also a pretty good one here. The same one works uh, for um, cleaning those burnt and scorched pans with ease. There has been many a times I thought I've had a uh, an SOS pad under the sink to get some of that uh, cooked on gunk off my pots and pans and it's not there. I never thought about using a dishwasher tablet, so I'm going to do that the next time. Finally, the best one I really like is the stinky, smelly garbage can. How do you get the smell out of that? What you want to do is take the garbage bag and all the garbage out of it, fill it with uh, warm water, and then go ahead and pop in a dishwashing detergent tablet. Let it dissolve completely. And once that's done, wait for an hour, simply rinse, the smell should be gone. Give it a shot. That's our show for today, Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. Of course, I'm live Monday through Friday between 5 and 10, right here on 98.5 KTK and on the Odyssey app. This episode
0: is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.